this episode uh, on today's episode we are speaking to a very interesting guest uh, gender fluid second hand sasta kapda for broke millennials explains her instagram store the best her thrift shop really took off in the pandemic because she catered to the right audience in the right way and at the right time uh, when malls were shut down and the climate emergency suddenly became too real for most millennials they took to instagram thrift stores for their perusals One such store was Vintage Laundry, who I personally really admire, mainly because of the store owner's insane entrepreneurial spirit. I have seen everything she's done to grow her business since the pandemic, and I really respect that. Hello, Ria. How's it going? It's going well. I just woke up. I'm exhausted, but I just came back from a trip, so it's going well. How are you? I'm great. It's just uh, it's. kind of hard being consistent with the podcast but like we are pushing through here i get it <laughs> yeah i mainly started the podcast for that only i was like i need some kind of discipline because when i started this i was like super jobless and all so i was like kuch to karna hai need some structure in life i get it because uh, that is also one of the reasons why i started vintage laundry in the first place because i wanted some structure to my life and especially in the pandemic because i wanted my attention to go somewhere like i wanted to be invested in something so i kind of get it yeah how does it feel like what does it feel like to be like over a year into this business how has it been uh, the journey it's been really great and i realized like all my life i kind of undermined myself like mm. i and i realized the you know the need for consistency especially when you run a business right and the need to be very organized yeah I and also like the need to like if you need a break sometimes you just take it cuz like i just have to yeah but i do i i see that you've been super consistent like you every week you have at least one drop right and like yeah. uh yeah i i've been following you for a, about a week only a week yeah i've been following you for a year and uh You were like the first like thrift store thrift store that I ever came across, because a friend of mine bought a small little purse from you or something, and I asked her where it was from, mm. and that's how I was led no, to Vintage Laundry. Yeah. I so when, yeah. sorry, say na. I think when we started, there were only like two or three stores, and then over a year, there mm-hmm. there were like hundreds of stores. So right. When did you start exactly? I started in February uh, of 2020 but okay. I've been planning it since 2019 and Damn. yeah very so uh, when you say that it took you like about a while to like because yeah. it was in your head since 2019 so did it take a while yeah. to figure it out logistically or uh, was it just like in your head ki kisi din karenge no no so Ever since 2019, I was, I think, getting my diploma in fashion styling and communication. Mm-hmm. But I knew for a fact that I really wanted to start something of my own. But I did not know what it was. But I think over the course of 2019, I figured out, and I needed the entire year to plan things out. Like I did not want to just abruptly put out something and not have a system or a structure because there's a lot that goes into planning everything out. so you know mujhe bas aisa uth ke like okay yeah here's my store uh this is my store so i actually planned out everything and it is very weird how i made my first like base customer base 
Yeah, tell uh, us about that. How did you do that? How did you build a network first and then Yeah. Because, like I want to know how you got started. What inspired you to start and just like run us through it. I'm very picky when it comes to my clothes. I think that's how I've been my entire life. Mm-hmm. And um whenever I go to these malls and these huge ass stores, I realize that everything you see there is so uh bland and it's just repetitive and that is how i decided to you know shop mm-hmm. from small markets instead like i think that's how i've always been mm-hmm. i prefer a small market or an unusual place to shop from rather yeah. than going to the mall mm-hmm. because i think it is also the thrill of you know finding something unique i think that is what drives me most the most for sure yeah and also like uh, because these all these clothes that have been used before there's like it comes with its own story you never know where it's come from maybe some fuck, like some war veteran exactly, wore it yeah, and yeah. maybe some lady who was a pilot exactly. but then on the low key she did she like i don't know smuggled drugs or some shit i don't know but there's so much there's <laughs> so much story behind every piece of clothing and even though there isn't even if there isn't you I, love to think that there is yeah it's like you know you're giving a new story to a, like you know a piece of clothing that already had a story like it right it's very personal in my opinion rather than just buying something from a bigger store so that's how i started i think mm-hmm. i've also a part of it is also um is because my mother used to take me to these random places to shop mm-hmm. from because i'm so picky and i never liked anything that was in the malls mm-hmm. so that is how mm-hmm. it all started but um in 2019 when i started my course yeah. i think that is when my like you know real aesthetic came out and that is when i realized what yeah i, I didn't i didn't know that you studied uh, fashion styling because that totally makes sense because uh, yeah. you took to all these like like these photo shoots that you do they look very professional and it looks like you know what you're doing and uh, i realized that if you just like um even if you like just live in like this era and you were on the same side of the internet as everybody else uh, yeah. you would have a certain taste in clothes cuz it's like the whole thing that's going on ki matlab urbanic pe jo hai apparently is good now cuz like that's yeah. the thing but uh, it's all because then if there's one thing that picks up every single fucking h&m urbanic whatever these small small people small to nahi kafi bade they just pick it up and they like mass produces mass yeah, produces exactly. and then like a million people have the same clothes as you i It's don't remember i don't remember the last time i shopped from one of these stores but that's what like so i've always shopped from these random ass places when i started my styling course I realized how unique my pieces looked and people would always come up to me and ask me dude where where did you buy this from this is so cool and it was just because of the fact that my pieces were never what you could find in these big stores and I think that uh was one of the biggest like okay shit I can actually do something about it and i think in 2019 i used to just you know find pieces for people offline and mm-hmm. just like you know uh, through contacts and through whatsapp and stuff mm-hmm. but then i realized i did actually have a small community built already and through your I'll own also, instagram 
yeah not even through my own instagram through my own whatsapp instagram yeah actually yeah my personal mm-hmm. account on instagram mm-hmm. but apart from that uh i i also have a bachelor's in business management and i have a major yeah major in marketing okay so so everything just like worked out in your favor because like it it happened like a whole uh, who wants to be a million, millionaire wala situation <laughs> ho gaya when you knew everything i mean you also like took interest in it because you had studied it maybe actually nahi i really did not want to do anything with my degree i was like this is fucking boring this is like eating me up that is how i ended up in styling but somehow it it just aligned like you know they say everything happens for a reason it mm. i really believe in that because had i not had the whole business management jisme maine 3 saal mera right in in thane in thane only you did no 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 i was in uh, hinduja Okay, nice. Thank God for that. No, so, uh, yeah, but my whole idea wasn't even like you know I wasn't super structured until I think the first six months of twenty nineteen because I was too busy getting my diploma and studying. Yeah. Uh-huh. Eventually, I realized that this is what I genuinely like. Like this finding clothes is what really makes me happy, and mm-hmm. I thought, why not do something about it? Because Ever since I started my course, I realized that I really do not thrive in a space that I do not like. So, mm. if I like something, I'm gonna go for it. But yeah, and build something of your own because then you exactly, would like yeah. manage your own hours. You, it's like the perfect scenario doing something you enjoy in your own time exactly. on your own terms. That is, I think, also what drives me, and mm. that is also why I'm so consistent because I genuinely like what I do. I genuinely yeah. like finding things that are like you know oh shit this is so unique I have never seen something like that and apart from that I um took a very unusual ra- route when it comes to like you know promoting my stuff so, how exactly uh apart from all of this I have a consistent need to shoot post oh I I have come across your stuff on Facebook. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So the entire thing started in 2019, where I used to be very consistent with my shoot posts. <laughs> that is how I built a base audience because then you can direct that audience to something else. Yeah. And Plus, there's a whole community on Facebook. Uh, is in fact a few episodes ago we had uh, these two people on. Uh, oh. Yeah, we had Franklick and. Oh, friend. you had Franklick! How cool! Yeah. So it was generally so this is like a um, merging of two universes because like you started from that because that's a great way to build an audience you know because it's so personal people are genuinely invested in your life that way exactly plus you're targeting the right sort of audience i think everything whatever you do in life you have to especially in a business mm-hmm. you have to sit down and decide what your target audience is for sure uh, the age group and then just you know do things that would attract them i think Absolutely. that's what you have like hit the nail on that because like you would know who you're talking to and you like cater it perfectly for that and it's so well curated and uh, even yeah. like the whole i love that photo shoot of yours where you were like i mean a lot of your photo shoots have like old tvs in them Ooh. but reminded me of like sizaka album cover and uh, thank you it's yeah. like uh Exactly. It that shoot was a 
fucking mess to be very honest i had a breakdown in some random ass uh rasta in some gully that i did not even know and i was bawling my eyes out because i was so stressed like people think it's very easy to you know do things mm-hmm. uh it's very easy to put up stuff online but it actually takes a lot of work especially for me because i tend to um i think i constantly want to just you know level up yeah personally uh-huh. and i put a lot on my plate right. so i think the reason i had a breakdown in the first place was because i had too much on my plate and mm-hmm. you can't find anything during a fucking pandemic dude the all shops were <laughs> closed i couldn't find anything for my fucking backdrop i had to yeah. use chart paper like we literally glued oh. my wall to with a shit ton of chart paper so what you see in the back the lavenders and the greens are just chart but paper. that's also the appeal of it i feel like you you would not have like blown up in this measure if not for the pandemic because like now it was the perfect time for you to get I into know. something like this it really aligned with everything else to be very honest yeah because um i had just finished my course and i was mm. going to start a store anyway like it was mm. because i already had a base audience ready for me mm. i had some 500 people like you know already built because i spent the entirety of 2019 building that audience i mm. i i think i'm very strategic when it comes to what i want in life and yeah. um it always like I think that's what matters. You have to plan things out. I'm not saying that you have to be very structured and very like uh, yeah. restrictive with what you do. You just have to plan ahead. Yeah, I feel like you just have to want things enough to like be able to yeah, execute exactly. it. And I feel like you do. And I think it works out in your favor because like you want something, you need to make it. Ha- I'm talking like a fucking uh, beer biceps right now, but <laughs> no, you're good. Yeah, you really you're got good. it, man. You really. did what you wanted to and like you are doing well at it which is yeah it's really good thank you but there's also a lot of sweat and consistent work and no doubting that yeah breakdowns are going to all of this dude it's so <laughs> it's it's never like i was never spoon fed i did everything by myself i uh so i used to work in this com- company as a project manager before i just decided that fuck this i don't want to do this i mm-hmm. just want to do fashion and that's what i've always wanted hmm. but that is when i started to save up money because then i could fund myself and i could fund my business and do things by myself because i'm very anal like that i don't i'm i think right. i'm very cocky like that i don't like asking for things hmm. i'd rather do shit by myself yeah, yeah. you also like are super uh, like business minded in the way that i see that you put a lot of the profits back into the business because yeah. so much goes into it you're doing all these photo shoots i'm pretty sure you're paying everyone who's involved i'm pretty sure you're like traveling somewhere you're like uh yeah. renting places to do your shoots it's a honestly, super long list of things that you're doing honestly uh when i started mm-hmm. so one thing that i've realized when you do anything in life is you have to make the most out of things around you I, and i think the pandemic also taught me that hmm. i you have to get very creative uh, with what you have on hand most yeah. of my shoots that you see have happened either in my friend's house my own house because we set up the entire like space with props and shit yeah. or it happens on my terrace so oh. 
you just have to get creative with what you do and secondly when it comes to paying people i'm very anal about it i think uh, it's like you can't expect people to pay their bills with fucking video credits and mentions and tags that's how like exactly instagram has ruined it for us especially after the fucking pandemic you can't expect people to pay their bills with your stupid mentions and your Exactly. Oh, we'll give you video credits, but I'll we'll make sure you run around the entire day. Yeah, let me but... just let me just spread video credits on my bread real quick. <laughs> Peanut butter video credit toast. Let me just pay my you know phone bills with uh the credits I got on this one post that nobody really cares about. Like honestly, yeah. if I'm being really let honest, me just use my video credit card. <laughs> let me just buy groceries. with this mention that i got in one of the stories <laughs> oh my god yeah. it does not make sense to me it is just clear like if you go through my personal account as well i have a whole highlight on this hmm. where um it just does not make sense to me especially our generation which is exploited by these people and yeah. that is also one of the reasons why i'm so anal about paying anybody and everybody that does things for me because yeah. we all have bills dude even if you think you're doing someone a fucking favor by giving mm. them some ex- what do you call it exposure right we all have fucking bills exactly so, yeah. and i'm i so besides the podcast i'm actually a journalist i write uh, for citizen matter oh, how cool like yeah so recently only i've been working on this like pandemic unemployment story and uh, yeah. i realized that uh, it's you more than companies offering people money i feel like everyone should demand money you should because there is yeah. this whole thing where stop even if That's you can I... afford to please don't please say no to unpaid things because it closes doors for so many other people exactly exactly who are not from the privileged like you know backgrounds and shit like i mm-hmm. remember i think people have this notion that अगर तुमको फुकट में नहीं करना है तो कोई और कर देगा एंड वही तो है इवन इफ वन पर्सन डज इट रॉन्ग इट्स बैड फॉर एवरीवन वन देन द पीपल स्टार्ट एक्सपेक्टिंग ओ तुम नहीं करोगे कोई और कर लेगा तुम पांच हजार में करोगे कोई और दो हजार में कर लेगा आई फील देर शुड बी अ स्टैंडर्डाइज थिंग एंड because it's also we're at the mercy of these companies नो वी आर ऑल थिंकिंग की कुछ ना करने से अच्छा कुछ तो कर लेते हैं the problem is also because we are naive dude so they find it very easy to exploit us they think ki theek hai inko experience nahi hai youngster mm-hmm. inko kya fukat mein kara lenge aisa waisa i think i did like two things two three shoots where i did it for free on mm-hmm. just on the basis of like exposure and shit and i i realized one thing is that i go out of my way for everything that i do mm-hmm. and if i'm doing something for you i'm going to give my 100% and i deserve to just like it is there is nothing in this world which is for fucking free there is always give and take so why right. should i give out my experience my skills for fucking free hmm. and that is also one of the reasons why i only do work like i also work as a stylist hmm. so i have this and then i have my work as a stylist and yeah Whom um, have you worked with? Do I do I know any of your work outside? So I have course? been featured. My work has been featured in Peacock magazine. It is by Falguni and Shane Peacock. It is Ooh, like nice. Yeah, it it's on my personal account. And uh, apart from that, I just do small businesses. To be very honest, because hmm. um, 
i like you know once you stop accepting free work people mm-hmm. stop approaching you with free work yeah that's so true that's so yeah. true people will only approach you with work that you're going to get paid for mm-hmm. and a lot of my small businesses that come to me um pay me straight up instead of asking shit for free because they know i don't do shit for free so a yeah. lot of it has to go with you know what is the point of you putting in your time your own money and your mm-hmm. own expertise in something where you're not credited for it or where you're Correct. not paid for it so yeah yeah I just wanted to know is vintage laundry like a reflection of your own style I mean initially it obviously was but I feel like it has evolved so has it evolved with you or is the store like kind of uh, molding your own personal style It I think a lot I think vintage laundry is just it started as a hobby where I wanted to be very expressive of who I am as a person and Mm-hmm. it evolves with me is what i think like as i can you know continue to evolve as a person mm-hmm. the brand will also keep changing of course like you know shorts and shit are what we are known for but yeah. i would never just want to keep it to that i want to you know people have this notion of a thrift store that okay they just going to sell like um the same shit over and over again it's just going to stay the same like yeah second hand clothes no i want to like undo that entire uh, image there is an image of like, uh, thrift shops yeah oh pre loved ke exactly, naam pe yeah. chaddi bechte hai matlab it's not that it isn't also it's, there's it's this whole experience. like it is an experience also like the path that you're on a lot of people are like oh have you seen girl boss you must have yeah 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 so it's that whole uh, starting from the bottom now we're here but also like yeah people because i saw this facebook post recently where the man was like ki it's impossible to build a business if you already have money uh for example they like quoted nasty gal saying that because nasty gal started because sofia's yeah. father had money to pay for her fucking apartment yeah i don't know i mean she started the business on her own but to sustain herself living in a, her own place in literally the most expensive real estate market in america yeah she had that kind of exposure she had that opportunity to spoon yeah bhai to matlab but people fail to realize that it's not always like that for everybody yeah uh, what you was did. your story like how what's so you just started did you have any capital to begin with again uh, if you remember i said earlier i used to work as a project manager and whatever right. money i used to make i used to save up a part of it for mm-hmm. obviously my course and during my course also i started saving up a little more money because mm-hmm. i'm very anal about asking people for things dude especially money i don't like it i think i'm very egoistic when it comes to all of that so mm-hmm. i just started saving money and by december it was very sad that okay um this is the direction i want to go in next year mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. what i want to do and mm-hmm. i had some I I'll tell you how much I had. I had some five grand to myself mm-hmm. with when I started this, mm-hmm. and anything that came back from the business was just kept like pushed back into the business, and that's how I grew. And again, you have to use everything around you. You just have to get very creative with the things around you. And I think there's also a quote which says, "You are your best tool." Like 
you should know how like you i think you just have to think very precisely you have to think with a lot of strategy and use everything around you i think that's yeah when you say that be creative tell us some of the like the weirdest things that you've done to execute a photo shoot like the craziest props the oh man stories some i i have really crazy stories so apart from me when we started i only had my friend my best friend shay singh who mm-hmm. i started with at fad as well and um he we since we were the only two people on the team mm-hmm. when you're only these two people you have to become very flexible with what you do so i would take care of curating i would style the entire pieces I would come up with the concept. He would take over makeup. He would take over photography. He would take over um, direction and stuff, mm. editing. So, you know, you have to be very um, multifaceted. Mm. But yeah, so one this one time, I think we were shooting for tourist season in May, and mm. we had this very heavy um, statue that mm. we wanted to use as a fucking prop and. Mm. The thing is, when you're your own model, you have to constantly go back and forth, change, come yeah. come back to the spot, shoot, change. And I had like some twenty outfits to get into, mm. and we were going back and forth on my Activa. We were shooting it behind my house because pandemic. Mm. Um, so on the way back, I think I was wearing a fucking dress, and I was driving my Activa while Shirsing was sitting in the back holding the sculpture mm. and the stand and shit. and i think he got no no he was holding a fucking ladder yeah 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 he was holding a ladder <laughs> it is it is a shit show dude you have no idea like you know i was in a fucking dress all my makeup done and shit on a fucking activa while yeah. he was in the back with mm-hmm. a fucking ladder and then the ladder got stuck in some gate mm-hmm. and we fell oh, and I, yeah i flashed my kuchi to everybody on the road because i was wearing my underwear and i just had the dress on and <laughs> we were on the fucking road and i was like dude this this is like this is it. like is this where i break we yeah. are shooting in public places you are trying not to matlab i see we don't we actually don't that's why mm-hmm. we tend to shoot shoot at home but some certain concepts but at this to... point don't people like contact you themselves ki come shoot with us or something cuz like you yeah. have a pretty good uh, platform now like a, i do a good number I... again as picky as i am with my clothes i'm very picky with the people i shoot with as well because hmm. um i think at the end of the day what matters is the quality of your work yeah and, and also it's like to be honest some people just want to see the clothes they some people are like nahi matlab theek hai i appreciate that you are being creative with the photo shoots and everything par main yahan pe kapde kharidne aaya hu so i just want a good look of the clothes uh, yeah. i'd like a good idea of how it's going to look on me but besides that i don't need like some fancy ass oh yeah. ki pool photo shoot i nobody cares i think that does make a lot of sense because um it's easier for me to sell a piece of clothing when i just show how i visualize it like how mm. i would style it and stuff mm. but at the end of the day i'm again to anil and i want to put out my cre- see this is what like when you run your own shit there's nobody mm-hmm. to tell you to do things differently there's nobody to you know tell you okay do the do something like this do something like that you have yeah. the entire freedom to get as creative as possible mm-hmm. and that's exactly why i'm like okay i want to do conceptual plus it works very well on my portfolio as a stylist as well 
प्लस नॉट डजेंट एवरीबडी डू समथिंग बिकॉज दे हैव अ मोटिव वही तो तुम जा रहे हो पढ़ने के लिए मास्टर्स के लिए तो योर मोटिव इज टू गेट द मास्टर्स यू डूइंग दिस पॉडकास्ट बिकॉज यू लाइक डूइंग इट फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल सेकंड ऑफ ऑल देयर इज समथिंग दैट यू आर गेनिंग फ्रॉम इट पीपल मेक YouTube चैनल्स बिकॉज दे हैव अ मोटिव एवरीथिंग हैज अ मोटिव सो यू शुड नॉट बट लाइक देयर इज दिस होल पीपल आर सो डम ओ यू ओनली मेक वीडियोस बिकॉज यू वांट मनी Sure, yeah. I mean that is, I mean YouTube videos because some people like like daily vloggers and all. You're only doing this to gain money because why else would you put yourself through that every day? Like yeah, that is part of why I'm doing this. Is why there any? Do you hate money? Exactly. Do you not? Do you want to eat credits? Do you not have bills to pay? Doesn't <laughs> you want to give me your money if you yeah, hate it so please, much? Please do more like. This is what I don't like. People are very, um, what do you call it? There's I think, but this is just like an internet troll. Nobody in real life would be yeah. like, yeah. It's just like people who are hiding behind their keyboards who have things, dumb shit like this to say. It's uh, a lot. Absolutely, ass takes on things. It is. It is also the projection, right? Like it, they kind of project their own insecurities onto you because they know it's very difficult to put yourself out there. It's very difficult right. to do what you like, and it mm. triggers their insecurities. So whatever they say to you is always a projection of what they feel for themselves. So right. I don't think we should take things personally. But yeah, there's a very. I feel like you manage your audience very well. Like your when you like check in every week. you yeah. have some opinion you have something to say it yeah. also informs them about that and they also expect ki they know now that this is what she expects from us when yes. you when you promote like a positive environment everything else automatically just becomes like that more so it is the relationship you build i think i have a very nice relationship with a lot of my customers like almost everybody to be very honest and mm-hmm. that really helps because unless you understand and unless you understand what they want mm-hmm. uh, they will not listen to you it's always like i read this quote somewhere i think a book that my friend gave me i'm very uh, like very high on self help books but mm-hmm. it says where in order to balance out the energies in the universe you have to always um give something to get something in return every time somebody does something for you you yeah. also have to do something for them because ha huh, it's the whole secret wala book no secret talks about manifesting but yeah Achha. um uh so i have built a very trustworthy relationship with the people that follow yeah. my page and that actually helps with customer retention as well the reason we sell out every fucking week is because of our customer retention More yeah, than it's the impossible to buy anything from you. By the way, it is impossible. Sorry. I'm so sorry, <laughs> but because of the trust we build, dude. Like, see, there is these people are buying secondhand clothes for the first fucking time in their life. They do not know how a thrift store works, and if you mm-hmm. cannot deliver what you promise, then who the fuck is gonna buy from you again? Mm-hmm. And I have so many instances where even though we say we do not give returns and shit, if someone was very unhappy with what they got from me. Mm-hmm. i refund their money and i also cover the delivery charge of the returns because i want to work on building a relationship and not just a store Correct. so that helps with customer retention as well mm-hmm. because they trust what i do yeah, and it is easier for me to guide them in the right direction 
because they kind of trust the vision i have so Correct. even if i introduce something new to the page people would like it because they kind of trust what i do right so yeah yeah man you're doing like great no, i don't it is like i mean you're... you're growing at a good rate i'd say i mean nobody changes overnight but yeah, like you've yeah. definitely come a long way since the time you started oh man i put in so much work plus it's a lot of self awareness and yeah uh, observ- observation of the page and the people around you mm-hmm. but yeah it's it's a lot of work. yeah it's a lot of uh, work on myself to be very honest more than the business so we're kind of reaching the end of our podcast but before we go we just like to ask uh, our guests just a few movies that they've been watching recently any songs they'd like to recommend things like that i recommend a lot of jekyll's songs songs just that pop like you know pump you up i think that's what you should do Good. and i'm very high on feeding your mind as well your body things that help you grow so hmm. oh you should really watch possession by this okay. is not the recent movie it, it's this uh Pol- polish movie called possession i mm-hmm. think that's one of my favorite films i am currently as much as i am very anal about what i watch i'm watching big boss right now <laughs> because it's entertaining <laughs> yeah you need somebody something in the background to move yeah and mm-hmm. um i listen to a lot i have a playlist on spotify if you're looking for good Like yes oh my god please plug your spotify to be honest you know what i don't care about anything else in the world i want to be a spotify influencer because uh, <laughs> that's very I, smart i want to make money on spotify because yeah. i religiously make so many playlists and i enjoy it so much but there's no way to monetize that unfortunately exactly there is nothing that you can't monetize and make money from you have to like you're just very you have to be very unconventional i started shit posting dude and now i have a business <laughs> but yeah Uh, I have a few playlists which are called like one is called Up, which has like pump up songs. I love Megan Thee Stallion. I think she brings out the bad bitch in me. Oh, uh, I love her. And yeah. uh, I have this other playlist called Warm Hugs. It is all these soft songs which are very soothing and comforting every time you mm-hmm. have a tough time. So I love Tio Soul. I look up to her. Okay. I love Erica Badu. I love nice one. I love Snow Allegra. I love Meraba, I love these <laughs> spiritual women. Yeah, yeah, I have a playlist on Spotify. It's called Super Women. It's Ooh, uh, that's one of my favorite uh, women of music. You should check it out. I'll I be sure that. to like share these, uh, put them in the Please description do. or something. Your playlists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is so nice talking to you. Thank you so much. Same here. Thanks for taking the time out, man. It was great. No, this was nice. You helped me reflect on my journey as well. So thank you so much. Of course, I'd like to thank our audience as well for tuning in. Uh, see you next week. Bye. Bye.